Welcome to the Harlan Highway. To the Harlan Highway. To the Harlan Highway. Hey, hey, what's the matter with your head right? All right. Hey, Harlan Williams here, and you are on my podcast that I cleverly named the Harlan Highway because, you know, the theory is you're riding down this crazy road that winds through your dreams, your nightmares, your imagination, your town, your city, your varicose veins, everywhere. It's the Harlan Highway, and you're on it. Welcome! Um, so, I want to address the tattoo people today. And I'm curious, because I saw a guy uh, the other night at a pool hall. You know, I like, to, I like to crack the balls around, shoot a little stick, as they say. And I saw a guy over one of the other tables, you know, he had the, he was a white guy, first of all, with the long dreadlocks, okay? I got a problem with white guys with dreads. It just don't fly with me. I, I don't know why. It just feels wrong. It feels pretentious. It feels, I don't know. It just, something about it doesn't match. I'm sorry. Never has. It's always rubbed me the wrong way. If you got dreads, guys, cut them off if you're white. That's all I'm going to say. But this guy had tattoos on his legs, all up his calves, all up his legs. Then I looked at his sleeves. He had a short sleeve shirt. His arms were completely covered. Then I got up to his face, and he had tattoos all over his face. Okay? And I wonder if, you know, at some point when you're getting tattoos, you just kind of, you know, you get one, you're like, oh, cool. You get two, you go really cool. You get three, you're like, really cool. And you get four and you go, cool, but maybe I have one too many, but am I a nerd if I stop? So maybe I'll tap out at five. And then you get five and something looks out of balance. And you're like, you know what? I need one more to balance out my body. And then, so you know what? Maybe six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve later. And then you, you what, at what point, I'm asking you tattoo people that have them all over your bodies. At what point does your body become a throwaway? You know what I mean? It's it's just like you, you, you throw in the towel for your body. You, you know what? I got a clover on my uh, ankle. I got a flaming skull on my tit. I got a rainbow with my mother's name across my back. I got, uh, you know, the Fighting Irish logo and the Grim Reaper on my chest. I got, uh, you know, Mother Mary on my bicep. I got Scooby-Doo on the back of my neck. You see where this is going? What I'm asking is at what point is your body just a throwaway where you're like, you know what? I've messed it up. I went about 72 tattoos too far. I don't give a crap. All I got left is my face. Let's plaster that. Can you put a jigsaw puzzle tattoo on my face or some Maori warrior tribal lines on my face, even though I'm a 
a computer nerd from Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, somehow I, I feel like I've earned Maori warrior tribal facial tattoos. Yeah, I, I've earned the, the symbolism and the warrior status of an ancient tribal culture because I work at Best Buy for the Geek Squad. I mean, honestly, at what point are you just throwing your body to the breeze and it's like, you know what? What the hell? You know, at that point, why don't you just become like, you ever see these guys with the tie-dye shirts? Like you got the stoners with the tie-dye shirts. And you know how they make them, right? I think they get a white shirt and I think they put elastics all over it and then they just dunk the shirt in dye. And it comes out and they take the elastics off and it makes all these psychedelic patterns and they hang it up to dry. You know, at what point... Don't you think you should just be doing that with your body? You got so many tattoos. You got so much ink. You got so much ink, you're, you're pissing squid and, and octopi off. Okay? So what, 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 why don't you just, like, dunk yourself in a tie-dye vat if you're so into ink all over your body, you know? Walk around looking like a lava lamp. Hey, Jim, where are you going, man? What's he saying? I don't know. Maybe he's going to erupt somewhere, or maybe he's going to go make love to a squid. I think you hit it, Bill. Anyways, I, I, just, I don't get it. I'm all for freedom of expression. I'm all for... Whatever, but I don't know. I get the sneaky feeling at some point you hit a threshold and then you go over the threshold and you just go, you know what? Screw my body. What the hell have I done to myself? I'm 43 years old. I work at Best Buy. What the hell have I got to live for? What have I got to lose? Go ahead. Put a mermaid on my forehead and a horseshoe. And uh, a tattoo of uh, Chairman Mao and Mike Tyson. And how about two yin and yang tattoos on each uh, cheek on my face? That'll really, ooh, uh, I'll be the best, uh, I'll be the best uh, tape recorder expert at Best Buy now. Oh, well, I'm just asking. Because I, I like to probe. I, I like to be in the know. I like to be aware of things that are going on in society, as I'm sure you do. And that's why you tune in right here at the Harland Highway to be informed. Cat! Cat! In French, chat chapeau. In Spanish, el gato in a sombrero. And I'll tell you something more. Now you listen to me good. In German, I'm a katze und das ist meine Hut. No, put the broom down. I No, I can't do this position with the broom. Put the broom down in the cleaning bag. Yeah, yes, you can use this. Yes, you can use the lemon pledge. <laughs> Ow, watch my eyes. <laughs> Just on my legs. Okay. Okay, there you go. Okay, let's do this, because i got to be on the air in like another 10 minutes. What? We're on? No, we're not. 
we're on. Okay, uh, thank you, um, uh, Rosa Louisa. Uh, one of our cleaning staff was in here. Just I, uh, I, I spilled a uh, coffee, and she was uh, cleaning it up. What? No, we weren't making out. We were not making out. The, the lemon pledge, I don't know how it got on me. Look, she's a cleaning lady, okay? I don't know how her top was open. Well, maybe she caught it on something when she was dusting. Yes, they. these are boxers. What? Some of the coffee got on my pants and I had to take them off and put them on the floor, but I'll put them back on it. So what? It's a little coffee. It's decaf. Whoopie-doo. It's only the, the, the caffeinated stuff that affects your sperm count or something, so... Okay. No, we were not making out the security camera. No, you don't want to look at that. No, don't look at that. Don't look at the tape. I, I gotta go. Enjoy the music. We'll be right back here on the Harland Highway. Look, she started it, okay? No. She she came on to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They always do, Harlan. They're always coming on to you. Um, how about you when it comes to cleaning? Let's talk about you. And I'll say this twice ago. Let's talk about you, you disgusting, dirty, greasy pig slob. Okay? And now, let's talk about you, you anal retentive, clean, gerbophobic, antiseptic smelling freak. Yeah. You ever, you ever go out with uh, the slob, and then on the flip side, you ever go out with the uh, clean nut, the clean freak? I, I, I honestly am not 100% sure which is worse. It's almost like the, the God and the devil, isn't it? It's like on one hand, the slob kind of, you're kind of like, oh, God, man, put your dishes away. Don't just drop your clothes there. Pick them up. It's like, what What do you mean you, 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 you're just leaving those dishes in the sink? What? No, that stuff's been in the laundry hamper for four weeks. What, and you're putting it back on? Oh, you didn't have time to wash it, so okay. That just smells dandy. And so you have to deal with somebody being a slob in your house, if you're living with someone or you're married, or even if it's a visitor. Or a family member come to visit and they're a slob. But then, is it is it even worse when someone's just a clean fanatic? I had a girlfriend once where if I put a glass down on the glass coffee table, a drinking glass, glass on glass, I got the look of death. It was almost, uh, you know, like getting murdered with her eyes. Did you put that glass on the table? Yes. Why did you put the glass on the table? Because that's where you put a glass when you finish drinking. You rest it down on the table. Don't give me your hard talking back talk. You hold the glass in your hand. You don't put things on the table. Now I have to wash the table and wipe the table off. You infidels. 
You know the type, right? They're just always cleaning, and at first you like it. You're like, you're like, oh man, it's nice to have a clean person around for a change, man. Look at this place is spotless and kind of smells fresh and looks good, and it's really nice. And then all of a sudden, if you're living with a clean freak, eventually you kind of hit that wall where you're like, wait a minute, it's always just a little too clean and. I'm always getting looks and comments and she's always puttering around and wiping things and she can't really sit still and even though she doesn't say anything, when you walk in that door and your shoes are a little dirty, you catch her kind of looking at you out of the corner of your eye. She's got one eye on the TV watching Sex in the City and the other eye separates like a chameleon. And it it completely gravitates towards your dirty shoes. She's got one eye on sex in the city, and the other day, eyes following your your dusty running shoes, walking across the floor she's been licking all day. The only thing that breaks it up is a fly goes by, and she's like, <laughs> she catches it with her chameleon tongue. I don't know, man. I can't decide sometimes, slobby or cleany. Sounds like a couple of the new uh, seven dwarfs from Hi-ho, 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 it's off to slob I go. I clean all day and I slob away. Okay, enough of that. Check mark here on my pad. Never do that again. Stupid and retarded. Um... Anyways, you tell me, man. You tell me what's better, a slob or a clean freak. Call me at 323-215-1486. Leave me a message and tell me uh, which you like better and maybe an experience, a story. Nothing too long. Don't use up the whole answering machine, but lay me a little tale of the tape on what somebody did that was too dirty or too clean that was part of your life. And uh, if I like it, I'll play it on the air because you know I love to hear your voicemails here on the Harland Highway. Hello? Hello? Ahoy there! I'm going to set my ship a sail. And when he discovered that the world was round instead of flat... That's how he discovered America. He said, Ahoy there! The world is round! Okay, that was just a little bit disjointed there, uh, Mama. Uh, you know, I'm all for creative people, but, uh, you know, let's try to formulate it a little more together, shall we say? You know, put it in the form of a poem. Anybody out there got a poem for me? Hey, Harlan, I heard you write poetry. So I wrote a poem about you. There once was a radio guy named Harlan. His breath smelled much like a marlin. His brain was too small. His Johnson, not tall. And he wears shoes like Judy Garland. All right, I hope you like it. Stay black, player. Okay, I can handle people saying stuff about me, okay? But 
I'm just glad you mentioned that I'm black at the end of that poem because if you didn't give me that, I, I would have had a problem, okay? I am African-American and I'm proud. And even though the color of my skin is white, don't be fooled, okay? I am as black, white as they get, okay? I am completely white, black, I'm black, white, and I'm proud. So I will keep it black, player. Thank you. It's Harlan Williams. Stay black, player. Stay black, player. Yeah. How about you? Are you staying black, player? Is race an issue with you? Huh? And I'm not talking to white people here. I'm talking to black people, white people, Asian people, Latinos. Any type of people, anyone can have a problem with race. How about you? Huh? Are you one of these people that um, kind of see race as a big issue? Everything that happens, you know, everything that goes on. I mean, there's people from every race that do it, right? Like Al Sharpton, you know, you know, Al, Reverend Al Sharpton. Anything happens, anything said about a black person or anything happens to a black person. Today, somebody dropped a bag of gold coins on a black person and Reverend Al Sharpton stepped in and said it was a racist move. And, you know, I don't know. I'm all for a guy defending his people. But sometimes to me, personally, it feels like this guy makes an issue out of everything. He seems more like an opportunist than a sincere uh, advocate for his his race, the, the African-American peoples. Sometimes I feel he makes a mole, uh, a mountain out of a molehill. And sometimes I think he's bang on. But, you know, sometimes... I think he cries wolf a bit too much, and I, I think it diminishes his credibility sometimes as a champion for his causes. And I think that can happen in any race. But I don't like people that look to overinflate issues and problems that maybe don't need it. And I can't sit here and say there isn't racism and there isn't inequality with all races. I mean, hell, there's there's some kind of uh, thing going on, I think, in New York now where a bunch of white firefighters are suing the state because they feel discriminated against, that they uh, weren't chosen for uh, some f- some firefighter promotions that they were more qualified for than the minorities that were up for them. So it happens on every side. But my question isn't whether it happens or not, or it doesn't happen. What I'm asking is, do you make a big deal out of race? And whether you do or don't, there's no right or wrong answer. There's no politically correct answer. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking just in your subconscious, in your everyday demeanor, as you're walking around whistling, and you see uh, 
some white kids playing and you see some black kids playing and some Latino kids playing, whoever. Does your mind go there? Do you, do you, do you create the division and go, look at the Latino kids? Look at the Asian kids. You know, does, does your mind have uh, race anxiety where you have to separate things and uh, categorize things and people? Or are you one of these people that can just kind of waddle down the road and drive around and it's like, hey, there's a black guy. Hey, there's an Asian guy. Oh, look at the honky. I mean, the white guy. You know? I fall into that category, man. It's just like, yeah, hey, it's peeps. It's folks. It's human beings. You know? We all have our stereotypes. I, I can't lie. I can't say that any person listening probably doesn't have certain stereotypes, but it doesn't mean that they believe in them or subscribe to them or anything like that. It's just something that's been ingrained into us by living. You know, stereotypes about... Uh, Black people loving loud rap music and white people don't know how to dance and have no rhythm and Asian people can't drive and, you know, all this bull crap. Those are just common. But but what I'm asking is, can you just wander around and just take everything at face value? I think that's one of the advantages I had growing up in Canada is, you know, we just started right out of the gate. I remember being in kindergarten with black kids, Asian kids, white kids, Malaysian kids. I don't know. Everyone was there. And in my neighborhoods and in in the city where I lived and, you know, it, it just wasn't a big issue when I grew up. But when I came to the States, when I moved to the USA, man, it's like, it's almost like so many people here are just looking for that racial button, you know? I don't know. It almost It's almost as if people are, are looking to uh, fan the flames of the fire sometimes. As opposed to just, like, getting along and coasting together. And like I said, that isn't to say there aren't bad people out there that do bad things. But let's let's really find them out. White, black, Asian, whoever. And I guess if there's a little message here, if there's a little anything here, it's it's everybody just try to coast, man. And see the peeps, see the people. Groove alongside the people and stop letting the media and the news and the Al Sharptons and the white supremacists and all these people who try to divide everything up and make it a racial issue. No. Let's drop it, man. And, and you know, you point to uh, obvious injustice when you see it, but the rest of the time, let's all try to freaking chill and just let's all meld and, and flow along. And I'm not I'm not spinning a fairy tale here. It's it's doable. It is doable. And it's all up to you listening and it's all up to all of us to just be accepting and coast along and all right suddenly I'm starting to sound like somebody's fairy godmother aren't I but hopefully you take something away from what I just said I don't claim to be a preacher 
I don't claim to be a sociologist. I don't uh, claim to be a, a, an activist or anything like that. I'm just a guy with some thoughts about getting along. <laughs> and speaking of getting along, why don't I just get along to a new topic right here on the Harland Highway. Hello? Is this thing on? Hello? Hey, 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 Harlan Williams here on the Harland Highway, and let's listen to some messages that I got on my answering machine from all the friendly folks that have been calling in. Hello. What's up, Harlan? I just want to say say thanks and uh, livening it up with all these squares that say you're not funny and they don't get you. You're hilarious. So thanks, bro. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. What are they saying? You're not funny. Ow, that hurts, man. What else are they saying? They don't get you. Oh man, that really hurts. I'm I'm trying my best, man. I mean I mean who are these people? Squares. Oh see, well that that's why, man. I don't do my comedy for square people, man. That's like Wendy's hamburgers are square, you know? I do uh, my comedy for round people. Yeah, round-shaped people with no hard edges. You're hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, you you like the way I did that whole round and square thing? Hilarious. And then I said Wendy's hamburgers? Hilarious. Yeah, I guess I'm pretty good, right? You're hilarious. I mean, I'm one of these guys that can pretty much say anything, and it's... Hilarious. Exactly. Like, listen to this, okay? I'll just say, like, a random thing, like, uh, bacon sandwich. Hilarious. Um, toenail clipper. Hilarious. Light bulb. Hilarious. Family of Swedish tourists getting mauled to death by flesh-eating lions. You're hilarious. See, you get me, dude. Thanks, dude. Thanks, bro. What a great call. So all you square people out there listening, man, you better get round really fast. Or you're just going to miss out on all my amazing humor here on the Harland Highway. Hilarious. Yep, that's the hilarious show for today. The Harland Highway podcast. The streetlights are going dim. The road is being closed for repairs, but we'll be back soon. You'll be notified. All you have to do is subscribe. Subscribe to the Harland Highway podcast. Tell your friends. It's a great way to hit the treadmill. Go for a walk with your dog. Sit by the fire roasting weenies. And uh, be sure to call. Call or send an email. You can call at 323-215-1486. The phone number is on the website, harlanwilliams.com. And uh, maybe there's a topic you want me to talk about or entertain. So you can leave me a sincere message, and I'll see if I can get to it. Or if you have an email you want to send, you can send (laughs) an email through the web the web page harlowilliams.com and give me your feedback man give me your feedback and uh thank you so much for riding along here with me on the harland highway we'll look forward to uh catching you the next time till then remember
Round burgers are better than square burgers. You're hilarious. By George, I think he's got it.